Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We're your hosts. Chris Schubert producing this thing, floating around as the producer. We're all from the Draft Network, and we're brought to you by Bet Online. It's that time of year again where college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all of your updated odds and info. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy Friday to you. Skittles flavor. I don't know if you knew this existed or not. I didn't know this existed. Skittles flavor C4 to get us started today. It's been up since um, it's an early start, man. Ir- irritable child, uh, tape to grind, all that stuff. So we've we've been up and at it a little bit, and I'm going to treat myself here and get all juiced up on caffeine for the the people of the show, for your entertainment value. Going to spike my heart rate a little bit. Check your pulse, as legendary Dolphins coach Mike McDaniel would say. Check your yeah. pulse. Is your pulse checked? Are you alive? It's beating. You're good to go. You're happy. Timeout. What's with the helmet in the background? It's been there all week, Kyle. All, all week? week it's been there. All week. What it's new this week though. It's been there all week. What it really comes down to is I have a bunch of clutter right here that I've been sorting through. And uh, I didn't want to keep that with the clutter, so I just moved it there. And so I got got it. Getting ready to do That's taxes, cool. you know, the receipt stacks. You know how this goes, man. Yeah. yeah, I was excited. I thought you you might have decided to openly display your your Bills fandom as a member of the mafia for everybody to see as blatantly as I do. But it turns out have it's I ever just been quiet about process. that? I'm usually everyone. Yeah, but knows you have I'm like a, a subtle buffalo in the background, and that's it. So to actually see like buffalo apparel is it caught my eye. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Shuby. Take man. Takes on takes Friday. Let's How do, do I it, sound man. Today, I did, did some pre-show shenanigans. Soft, to fix docile. The I sound quiet today. Okay, gentle, we'll, gentle we'll and our, soothing. We'll boost ourselves a little bit here in the yeah. in the in the back end here. Um, uh, good good morning, good afternoon. I don't know what time it is for you guys. It is eight thirty as it's we are recording this for me. Uh, lots of takes, lots of takes, and. Uh, there are a lot of um, Tyreek Hill related takes. And Never heard of him. We haven't had a chance on this show to talk about it, right? We did a show on Wednesday while the trade was not technically done yet. Thursday gave you two episodes, talked about the quarterback carousel, and did and had an interview. So today's our first chance to do this. So I have a lot of these, and I'm just going to do them off the top here and get them out of the way because they're not just about the Dolphins and Tyreek Hill. It's about the ripple effect that this might happen. So okay, that's this, that's cool because you know I. I I am glad that there are some Dolphins, Tyreek Hill, because you would have guessed watching network television all week that Tyreek Hill was just traded to the CFL 
And this whole thing was about the eulogy of the Kansas City Chiefs dynasty because that's all anybody talked about on television. So going to be glad to hit this from a couple different angles, maybe give somebody some, some conversation they haven't heard yet. This first take from Justin Smith, it's actually directed at Joe. And I'm very intrigued to hear Joe's thoughts on this. Mo- Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo more than likely does not extend Stefan Diggs after the Tyreek trade. Two years left on his deal and approaching 30 at the end of it. Instead of setting the market, they choose draft capital. And the reason I picked this one first here, uh, Joe, and I don't know if Kyle's mm-hmm. actually able to come back into the show at some point, but this is interesting because a lot of the the talking points after the Tyreek Hill uh, trade and deal is what does this do to the wide receiver market? And so this take tailored toward you, but we could talk about the market in general. It's just you and I doing the show the rest of the way here. So, Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Stefan Diggs is the 21st highest paid receiver in the NFL, and he's not – I mean, that's he's, he's way underpaid based on his contract, and we know how receivers are. A lot of what fueled Tyreek's uh, decision to – Bolt was, he said, hey, I want the Devontae Adams deal. The Chiefs said, yeah, we're not going to be able to give that to you. And so I could definitely see where they're coming from in terms of the Bills kind of being faced with a similar decision that the Packers and the Chiefs had to make in terms of are you going to pay your superstar wide receiver or are you going to take the opportunity to get cheaper and have different assets at your disposal to balance out your roster? Predictively, I mean, Brandon Bean's talked about this a lot over the last couple of weeks because he's been asked about it because everyone for a couple of years has known that Stefan Diggs is underpaid. And so he said, right now, we're not worried about it. Stefan Diggs wants to play to a, for a winner. He was on the recruiting trail for Von Miller. And at the right time, if we can get a deal that makes sense for both parties, we'll do it. But it didn't seem like, at least from his messaging, that there was a lot of urgency. So we'll see. I expect something to happen here. If I'm the Bills, I would probably do my very best to make sure that you can keep Stefan Diggs with Josh Allen. But if it comes down to it and you have to ask yourself the same question the Chiefs did and the Packers did and that, all right, did we maximize this asset to the fullest and now it's our opportunity to get cheaper, potentially deeper in other areas, then that's a question they'll have to ask themselves. This take from uh, pound underscore the underscore table which, by the way, speaking of that, the YouTube channel, Pound the Table, the first edition of the 2022 draft cycle, uh, Damian Parson, Christian Watson versus Drake London. He picked one of those receivers. You're going to have to check that video out. Uh, but this this takes a mission. To your point, Joe, with the, with the depth of the wide receiver class lately, you're better off trading your top five or ten wide receiver for huge capital and signing a mid-tier veteran and drafting a singular player or multiple players. I mean, that all sounds good in theory, but if you've got that legit difference maker wide receiver, wouldn't you just rather have that than a, you know some lottery tickets? Right. Th- I don't this know. works I, until I you draft Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson, right? Yeah, right, like that, exactly. That, and that happens. And it's a, we'll make fun of Philadelphia because it just happened to them, but like it happens every year, and it happens to somebody. And somebody drafts a stinker. So... Mm-hmm is known commodity with high price and cost and young talent on a rookie contract at a more premium position in which there might be more scarcity is that more valuable than um you know if you if you need a tackle and a wide receiver and you draft the tackle and keep and pay the the veteran wide receiver 
Well, now if you pay the veteran wide receiver, or if you don't pay the veteran wide receiver, you, you're going to have to pay a veteran tackle, right? Like, and that's just a very binary, simplified example of opportunity costs and what these teams are faced with. But unless you're a team that's just content to keep payroll low because you're rebuilding, like you got to pay somebody. And yeah. like, there's only to, to Chris's point, you two just about burned down the chat room yesterday, <laughs> debating on how many $40 million quarterbacks there are that are worthy of $40 million per season. Right. And then you get into, do you pay B level talent there? And even if you do with the salary cap growing at the rate, we expected to grow over the next several seasons. Like Joe, I'd ask you this. Tyreek Hill will or will not be in the top five paid wide receivers at the start of the 2025 NFL season. He won't be in the top five. I'm asking you if you believe that to be a true or false statement. He's going to be close. He won't be one. That won't happen. Justin Jefferson will get paid. Um, I, I believe that is a true statement that you just said, Kyle. That he will or will not be. That he will not AJ be. He will Brown, not be in the top five. DK. Well, by twenty five by twenty five Chase. Yeah, he won't be in he won't be in the top five. He won't be. Right. And it's it, the these numbers are mind numbingly big every single time until next year rolls around and somebody gets a bigger number. Right. Like just like Pat Mahomes it, and Josh Allen. Right. They're now bargain contracts because of the Watson Rogers and whoever else recently signed deal. Like it's like even the Cousins deal, the reworked Cousins yeah. deal. Oh, it's, it's in that stratosphere. So, yeah, you're paying the same price for a better player. Great. It's a steal. Well, it, it's, it makes different sense for different teams. Like, the Miami Dolphins were in a perfect position to absorb Tyreek Hill. Like, they, they were in a great spot to do that. Just like the Chiefs, as odd as it may sound, they were in a great spot to do what they did as well because they maximized that asset, right? We're talking about a fifth-round pick in Tyreek Hill. How many seasons has he been in the league? Six years or something like that? Six. Been to six Pro Bowls. Six, in six, six Pro years. Bowls. Yeah, this is my point. Get out of my way. I'm talking here. Six <laughs> Pro Bowls in a row, all right? They maximized the asset. They went to four AFC Championship games. They won the Super Bowl, all right? They did, Chris, get out of here with this. They did all that. They maximized their asset. And it got to the point where that asset was no longer going to be able to be maximized by them because they needed to balance out their roster in other ways. And so they flipped it while they had the opportunity to do so. And now they'll have to replace him in other ways. But it makes sense for both teams. Like it's in, in a vacuum, we could talk about these things and, and it's great. But when you, you have to get into the team specifics and the dynamics of where they're at in their life cycle before you can really say things about how to manage these contracts because you can't just talk about them arbitrarily because the relevance to that specific team is what matters. You asked us to get out of the way, so I figured I would oblige and just get out of the way. Uh, to, to, to cycle Keep going. This all, to, to cycle Keep this going. all back I'll hang around. up and listen. To the, to the take in hand. It's all fun and games until you take John Ross with the number nine overall pick. It's all fun and games until you do that. Yeah, we could have told you not to do that. And Corey Coleman, we could have told you not to do that. Yeah, that's true. We have the reports. <laughs> could have told you not to pick Laquan Treadwell. You know, I mean, like, uh, I think I had Laquan top fifty. I think not. So not I'll, first I'll round. I'll take an L on not that first one. Round. Not first round. 
do you I'll guys want on that one. more Tyreek like Hill? Uh, Josh Dotson too much. So <laughs> we've all. Hey, if you haven't missed, yeah. you hadn't scouted, right? Go ahead, Chris. Do we want more wide receiver here. takes, or do we want to move into some NFL draft takes? You're the. This you're is your thing, through. man. I, yeah, but I, the, I understand. You're the take master. I, I'm also a man of the people, and I want to get the best out of you guys. So if there, if you guys want to keep having this conversation, I got more takes. If you want to move on, we'll move on. I'm just trying to. I I'm say just, it's a team it. effort here. At least one more. If we get to the pizza take that I saw that was submitted, there's a pizza take that was submitted. Yes. Not not on my list. So unless somebody mm, tweeted it at I hate you, to tell you. No, it was to at Shoe Radio and mm. at Joe Marino. Oh, didn't didn't see the pizza take. So you're gonna have to bring that one well, to the table so we can get yeah, to the pizza the, take. The but master's gonna be. I got. I have point. 35 takes on the screen. The one take that I don't have is the one you want. You're gonna give me a hard time. You know what? See you later. We're not now. Now we don't have a show. <laughs> Here you go, Joe. Okay. No, I, I got, got it. I got, I got, I got. From Pat, from Pat Perkins. We'll get it out of the way. Okay. Calzones are vastly superior to pizza. This is such a terrible oh. take. This is such a terrible. No, this take. is this is interesting because Kyle Krabs has been digging into some calzones lately in ways that I've never seen calzones before. Calzones and bullies. Calzones and I've never seen you do it. Definitely, my I've, jam. I've been, dude. We've been hanging out doing things together, eating a lot of meals together for like a long time now. And all of a sudden Kyle's ordering strombolis and calzones. And I'm like, what happened I'm just empty them out. I don't eat all the dough, but I just eat all the cheese and the meat on the inside. So I'm guessing you're fully on board with this take. I'm not fully on board with this take, but I think it's a, there's, there's an argument to be made, and I would like to know. Chris, Chris is all the way out, and Joe hasn't. Joe's right now is Switzerland. He hasn't voiced his opinion yet. I okay. Here's my take on it. I like pizza as in a traditional pepperoni pizza, but if you're gonna get like creative with the toppings, I think they're best enjoyed in the form of a calzone or a stromboli. It's a, it's a great take, Joe. That is that is the take, right? Is that calzones are a good subset of pizza if you want a specific thing but if you just want pizza no it's just a slice of pizza that's what you get you get a pie you get a slice you don't get a calzone get out of here at the risk of completely derailing the show christopher yes yes you're from originally from long island correct 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 so what is your preferred crust with a pizza are I, you I a deep dish guy? Oh, deep dish. I, I don't want to listen. No, like no. there's there's like right, there's like Chicago style, no, right? And New York style. Like thin, crispy crust. When you fold the pizza, I want to be able to turn it sideways and I want to see just a little grease fall out of the back of the grease pizza. dripping That's off the back. The ass crack of the pizza slice. That's what I want. Get out of there. No, it's okay. a greasy ass crack on that its pizza. Is, <laughs> that is a good slice of pizza. Okay. Okay, we're done with the food You're done? You're done with the food. I saw it. It it caught my eye. I was glad we got it. This take take from Magic McDolphin in one of probably the best Twitter names that I've gotten today. If you are okay with drafting drafting Walker at one or Willis at two, you should have no problem taking Watson, I assume he means Christian Watson, in the back of the first round. No. How are those things related at all? My my comfort level in, in Walker and Willis are both relative to their respective ceilings and floors, but also the scarcity at their 
positions. And I think, you know, I can't really see it with the glare back here, but we have kind of whittled away at the edge group. Uh, and we do perceive it to be deep, but as far as like top tier talents, uh, it's not quite a, a Jabo's injury hurts, right? So if you miss the run on the first five, I'm probably not liking the value of the edge group in the first half of the second round. No. So it has just as much to do with the opportunity cost of other players at the position later in the draft as it does anything else. And if you're telling me my opportunity cost for Christian Watson is getting George Pickens potentially is just one example of a receiver who could be there around 50. No, I'm out. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. This take from Noah, the Lions would be better off taking linebacker one at two rather than Kyle Hamilton. Kyle has Kyle has mute. I heard a mute enter in the camera. Kyle, I heard both. This is like I his fifth both exit from the show. No, but but he's turned the camera off and he's kept the mic hot. This time I heard the extra click for the microphone to go off. Yeah, so he's I, way I had out to, on this take. I had to let a couple expletives fly, and I didn't want people reading my lips. So <laughs> yeah, I saw this. I saw this take, and I knew I had to get it just specifically for Kyle. So. That was the one this week. That they did it. That that was the poop hat emoji. All the stuff, man. Yeah. First of all, who's this from? Who's this uh, take Noah. from? Noah. Noah. Um, my my drawer is jammed, so I can't get poop hat right now. You guys seen Billy Madison? No. Back to school. Yes. Right. So when he's goes back to like the elementary school and he's talking with the kids and they're they're asking him how high school is. And the, the one kid goes, that's so cool, Billy. I wish I could go to high school. And he grabs him by the face. And he says, don't you say that. Don't you ever say that. Stay here where it's safe, right? Like, that's what I want to do to Noah right now. Don't ever say that <laughs> about Kyle Hamilton versus LB1, whoever you choose Ooh. to define it as. He, he put I, Lloyd and Dean in parentheses just to give him. I watched a couple of, couple of good day two linebackers this morning. Chad Muma and uh, Leo Chanel, man. Just pick one of those guys hey, in the second round. Hey, hey, how high did you grade Muma? I'm going to, I know we're, we, we're going to cover him on Monday's staff meeting, but I need to know right yeah. now how high you graded Muma. Uh, he has a second round valuation for me. Ah, I love it. I think he's an 83 for me. He's an 80 on the dot for me. He's a good player. So why do you hate Chad Muma, Joe? <laughs> yeah, why do you hate Chad Muma so much? God bless it. 
This take from Tanner, Traylon Burks gets drafted later than Sky Moore and Christian Watson. Ooh. I see people are finally watching the tape. On Sky? Or or Traylon, I think. On both of those players. Oh, that was more about Traylon, huh? Okay. I think that's what Because I did, and I came away with a different thought on this player. I'm going to sell. What if the Christian Watson piece wasn't part of it? I would take Sky Moore predictively over Traylon Burks right now. Yes. But I think the Christian Watson love from uh, the draft community, uh, it's it's from all angles, right? And when you find players that like everybody loves, the love tends to swell a little too large. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I, I would not be surprised to hear that the league is a little more lukewarm on him as an immediate contributor. And therefore, he doesn't quite go as early as everybody thinks he does. This take from Matt, the Patriots would have been better off taking best player available last year and taking Desmond Ritter at 21 this year. Ooh, that's a fun take. I have a problem with this take, though. They're not picking 21 if they go best player available? Right. I don't know what what quarterback situation they have that would get them to be picking 21 this year. And not, not, maybe, that's not a ringing endorsement of could... Mac Jones, but... Yeah, they're not a playoff team. And so they're not picking 21. So... It, are you comfortable taking Ritter at like 13, 12? Because that's probably yeah, where they're picking. would have been a playoff team. Miami? If they didn't take Mac Jones. Miami? Yeah, Miami. Um, I can still... Here's the thing. New England was a team that was ready to take a quarterback. Right? We, we have this conversation, and I poked you with this yesterday, Chris, about the Jets, with, with how much work that they had to do with with Zach Wilson and we've had the conversation about how he was in the first half of the season versus the second half of the season when he came back from his injury and yada 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 like we're not going to go down that rabbit hole again here and now today but you look at what New England had the running game the offensive line the defense the established coaching staff yeah I think they could look at themselves in the mirror and say we are a team that is ready to onboard a rookie quarterback and he was the one that was left on the board and he certainly seems like a good stylistic fit for what they traditionally have done. So uh, I would disagree uh, just from the sake of, I think it would be bad process to skip on a quarterback when you're ready to take one and there's one there for you that fits. Let's take from Josh. No, Joe has to respond to that too. Joe, ha- I'm not going to be the bad guy on, on Pat's nation. Joe has to respond. that they would have been better off picking Desmond. I, I think I like Desmond Ritter better as a prospect than Mac Jones. So yeah, the, the so, path that gets me the better quarterback would be the one I would take. Okay. This take from Josh. Okay. Take the positional value debate will drive Daxon Hill, Brisker, uh, sign Dean and every running back out of the first round. P.S. Positional value is fake news. Josh, you should listen to the bonus episode of Draft Dudes that you're going to get this weekend. Then, ooh. So basically, what? Who's the list of players he says are not first round picks? Uh, running back, every running back, every and linebacker, and every safety not named Kyle Hamilton. He didn't mention Devin Lloyd, 
but oh, I, I think your point is still valid. Yeah. Let's let's call it every running back, every linebacker, and every safety not named Kyle Hamilton. I think one at least one other player in that mix gets in the first round. Right. There's too many spots, right? Mm-hmm. Especially at the end where things get real weird. Right? Yeah. I mean, think about some of the linebackers, Kenneth Murray, Jordan Brooks recently that went in that range that we didn't expect. Uh, running backs, I mean, like, that's where, like, the uh, Donald Browns of the world and the Joseph Adais and the Clyde Edwards Hilaire's and whoever that weird player from Virginia Tech was that the, the Lions picked uh, at the end of the first. Got like, that best. stuff happens. No, not him. Different one. But I'm say, you know what I'm saying? Like, these players happen. Yeah. Now you're gonna make, we're going to go through every tech up. back that's not the one that we're looking for. Um, I would, I you know would not saying? These players the all the time. Terrell Edmonds. Yeah. yeah, I would agree with you. There's some super toolsy and athletic. Uh, Chris, can I hit Joe with one real quick while he Please. proceeds to look up this tech Please. running back that's going to be the bane of our existence? For the rest of the day? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. David. Uh, I was thinking of David Wilson. Virginia Tech to the Giants. It wasn't the Lions. But Ryan Williams, 38, Kyle. 38 to the Cardinals. And uh, Javid Best went where? Probably not even close to the first round. But I think he, uh, he went uh, – Javid Best too. went – No, 30. 30 to the Lions, but he was he out did, of Cal. He did sneak yeah. in the first oh. round. So I'm saying these what weird players all the time. Beanie Wells. Beanie Wells the first no, round Oh, I forgot pick. about Beanie Wells. <laughs> That's Cardinal legend. Um, Who else to you? Joe, Quay Walker is this year's Kenneth Murray as far as linebacker who jumps into the late one. Could see it, man. I I could see it. I wouldn't pick him there, but I could see it. That type of athleticism. Yeah. I got three tight end related takes, and they all came to the very similar conclusion. That Jelani Woods is tight end one. So I'm just going to group them all together and I will present that take to you guys to discuss Jelani Woods. I like Jelani Woods, but that's kind of nuts. Um, I really like the blocking ability that developed at Oklahoma State. I like the receiving ability that, that developed at Virginia. If you watch the Illinois tape, you probably think he's a first round pick or the first tight end, excuse me, and and um, certainly showcase himself well at the Shrine and, and, and the Combine. Problem with Jelani Woods is I don't know that his athleticism, his timed athleticism shows up like consistently on tape, especially as a route runner, where he's a little calculated, a little robotic, feet look a little heavy, getting in and out of breaks isn't really his thing. So I like Jelani Woods. I think there's a case to be made for him being a top five or six tight end in this class. I wouldn't be surprised if he sneaks into like the third round, but I am much higher on other tight ends in this class. Welcome back, Kyle, and your friend. Don't do that to Jelani Woods. That's not a fair expectation to set for Jelani Woods and his relative inexperience at the position. Guys like Isaiah Likely, Trey McBride, Greg Dulcich, I'd still take those guys, even if the ceiling's not as high as Jelani Woods. I certainly don't think we are at the point in which we can just point to Jelani Woods with the 
uh, lack of experience he has at the tight end position, but the athletic profile that he has and point to that and say that that's tight end one. No, I'm out all the way. Here's the good news. Here's the good news, Kyle. As I know, we wrap next week. We're going to contextualize the tight end position, and we're both ready to declare our tight end one. We're finally going to do this. And I'm glad we took the time because my answer wasn't what I expected it to be. Correct. Also, you know what? That's not poop hat worthy. I'm going to take it We've been, I will tell you that the contextualizing series, just to let everyone in on a little secret, hit a bit of a roadblock because we don't want to transition to the defense without talking about the tight ends. But the tight ends have been a bit of a roadblock for us. So we're finally yeah, going to get through that. Yeah, they were pretty far down on the cross-check priority list. So we had to move some guys <laughs> up, and we did. We we moved around. We got it taken care of, and we're going to do that next week. So plan accordingly. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert. Yes, Chris. Bonus episode this week. More draft storylines. Uh, we have a conversation about, I believe, edges, corners, and positional value. It's, is Yes. And so and it's there's good. a safety. There's a safety that gets it's talked about. And, and I saw some people comment on the one that we did this week, the bonus episode, talking about quarterbacks. So if you like that kind of in-depth, deeper dive conversation, I think you're really going to like the show uh, this weekend. So a little weekend dudes for you as well. Plan accordingly. Kyle Krabs, Jormann, and Chris Schubert, the Draft Dudes. Thanks to our friends on Bet Online for their continued support. Make it a good weekend. We'll talk with you guys again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.